Your show's rubbish. And a one, and a two, and a one, two, three, go. Hello. Hello and welcome to the D-Trout Spinners. This is a one-off special show where we're going for your feedback. It's XFM in the community, but a whole show because we have quite a bit of feedback this week and over the past couple of weeks. So we wanted to give it the time and attention that it deserves in its own show. We've done it before. We might do it again. It's just a little thing we do sometimes. But uh, I'm here. I'm Gary Forrestal, by the way, if you didn't know. And, <laughs> they uh, did, they did, I, they did. I'm here with my colleague. Um, that's all we are. Um, it's all official. What's your name, Miles? Friends by now, familiar. D Chart Spinners, where where podcast hosts meet. Uh, Miles Snell, thank you. Uh, and also, just to just to sort of snowball onto that, it is our birthday, our podcast birthday. We've been going for about a year. We started in November last year, and a year on, and we've done thirty odd episodes. That's pretty Happy cool. Birthday. Birthday. No, don't. No, you don't sing that. You have to pay about oh, yeah, five hundred quid. So how really... how are you feeling on this momentous day? I'm sure everyone around the country is celebrating. Well, there's street parties and things, isn't there? Yeah. Um, I, it's not actually our birthday, but it's roughly around the time when it we started doing this. And actually, we were speaking about this last week, and you said to me. Because they did start going out in November, but we'd actually started recording in about June. I think that was just waves of anxiety, like, oh, shall we post it? We, shall we, we, post-, we post it after we've done <laughs> about six or seven, and then we started posting yeah. them in November. So we started this bloody hell in June because it was sunny. Remember? Oh, do you remember the sun? Remember the sun? Yeah. I'm actually going to sit, I'm going to a pub tomorrow, and this is you know how we always we will always sit in a pub garden. This is the first time where I'm kind of thinking, wouldn't mind sitting inside because it's bloody freezing now. I promise and it you. Might, it might even be too too cold for me. And no, most I, people hate sitting outside because I smoke. You will and be so they inside. Hate outside because you will be inside for one and a half minutes, and then go. Should we go outside? Because <laughs> you'll be dying for a cigarette. <laughs> that's what know, will happen that's so true and I've, i'm getting ready i've looked at the menu because i'll have to order a, a substantial meal yeah so i'm have my, my rounds I'll going to very expensive tomorrow I, i'm a little bit bitter about having to spend this money but that you know what i'm gonna take my time i'm gonna eat and i'm really gonna take my time drinking i might order four drinks with some pie and mash I don't think they'll let you. So is that enough lubricant for you, sir? Okay, thanks very much. You get a tip, mate. Get the, get the mash going down your throat with another another <laughs> cider. That's um, yeah. If Aspel sponsor us, imagine if Aspel sponsored this podcast. I know. I know. They, wouldn't, they wouldn't be seen dead with this. They get like classy people involved in their adverts. You know, if you've seen one of their adverts, it's like a film. It's like, you know... Yeah all stuff's happening and they're in the orchard and you know it's like proper they're, they're not all right, all right. Should, I, should i go on with our xfm community yeah so the, the way we usually do miles will read it out some of these i've read myself some um i 
haven't but i'm always interested in your feedback but we we kind of get into the habit of mars reading them and i'll react so that's how we're going to do it first let's kick off with toby toby is a new listener hi lads i'm sure you're very busy men <laughs> we're not we're not we're not we are actually. <laughs> no, we're, well sometimes so i'll keep this email short i just wanted to say i'm absolutely loving the show i'm currently 10 oh, episodes behind but i listen to at least two a day it's like vegetables, isn't it? Our show keeps you keeps you healthy, keeps your bowels going, keeps you. Two doses a day. <laughs> you guys have great chemistry, great analysis, and your and your own anecdotes are funny. Keep it up. Can you imagine that? A funny anecdote. I've never told an anecdote in my life. No, you're not very good at kind of. <laughs> my mum says that she's like, you're not a very good story. No, you don't. Get to the point. Rough. Get to the point. Get to the point. No, that's my problem. Is even narrative that lasts about an hour to say just yeah, you're the lord of the rings and i'm the very hungry caterpillar I think. yeah no i, I don't know I, I quite like butterflies so i don't know i see you as something less attractive than that not physically but in storytelling wise but anyway this see t- this is an example see, not, this is not an example of toby liking our anecdotes because there were <laughs> but thank, no seriously thanks toby i really appreciate that and uh yeah it's nice that you're enjoying the show and i hope by now i imagine two a day that that email came in a while ago you're probably up to date so you can probably hear yeah. you probably hear this show when it goes out this one's from peter fletcher just discovered this podcast a new another new listener god they're coming in by their peter <laughs> peter fletcher that's like um what's the funny name that this i can't Max remember Pat- no, no, the funny name that's not funny. We're getting to the show. Oh, soon. Gerald like, Preston. Gerald Preston, yeah. Peter Fletcher. Fletcher, it's, our own Gerald Preston. It's quite, it's quite funny. But no, I, I like the name, but in my grandpa's no, called Peter. Oh, I like Oh, connection. I uh, just discovered this podcast even existed, so I'm going to start listening right now whilst drinking a lovely glass of Bamrock Station, the wine that's perfect for a summer barbecue. I tell you what, we've got we've got a lovely email coming up about someone who was a little bit pissed up whilst they were emailing us. Yeah, a lot of people that, tend to email us when they've they had do, a bit of wine. They love we had to, us when they've had a drink, and that's Daisy, exactly the sort of thing I would do. Yeah, Daisy, I think, did once. I'm not, I'm not saying anything out of I love it. No, you're not. It was that, was that the email? No, yeah, that was the email. Okay, well, I thought there's more. Um, thanks so much, Peter. Yeah, I hope you enjoy it. And um, if you're listening to this, you probably did enjoy it. If you're not listening to this, you didn't enjoy it. You got to a stage and you thought, I can't be bothered anymore. And I think that's what people should do. You know, I think they should drop off because I don't want them as listeners because I don't think it's good enough. <laughs> I, I like I that episode that of um, XFM when they said, um, do you know why some listeners stop? Why, why the figures were lower? The war. Yeah, War. some died smack addictions. <laughs> Just the thought of God. who's been listening: terrorists, women, yeah. children. I went to my local uh, Sainsbury's. This sounds like an was, anecdote. This sounds dangerously like. I'm sure anecdote. you're going to tell it well. No punchline. And there was a bloke who looked exactly the same as Saddam Hussein. Oh really? Was he in a mask? Was he? He was. <laughs> I mean, you ra- you you covered my lack of story with yeah. your with your uh, analysis observation well done this one's from harry let's move on (laughs) he did he really did though this was from harry yeah i will this is an audio recording we always like to get our listeners uh mp3 files oh he sent in audio yeah 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 shall we hear it yeah buy it sell it the game's getting hard because someone's dealing you a losing card. Hey guys, just wanted to say, great show. Really enjoy listening to you both. Um, it still amazes me there are other people out there 
who continue to listen to the XFM shows almost 20 years after they were recorded. It just blows my mind. Um, something I would like to ask both of you and also the other listeners is what are your favourite prizes that have been on the show? As you heard earlier, I was doing an impression of Ricky with regards to popular northern-based sitcom Bread. Um, but I'd like to hear what your other pre- uh, favourite prizes are. Um, the talents of Wing Chang, a Doctor Who classic, springs to mind for me. But uh, great show, keep it up, and uh, yeah, see you later. So that that was Harry. Uh, good good question, actually. Interesting Thanks, one. Harry. Yeah, things. It is amazing that people are still talking about them 20 years later, and uh, you know that's why we're doing the show because there is there is well there is an audience out there. We haven't found actually many much of that audience but we we're getting there slowly but thanks for listening and um yeah interesting i what uh i i always it's a bit maybe of a of a not the most interesting one but a children of the corn just the reaction he gets from children of the corn i like the facts of corn yeah and i i did on twitter i i did a linda hamilton on say her i spent about three hours on this put her face on a piece of corn no one reacted in any way but um, so I think Children of the Corn has kind of an emotional attachment to me. And I can't remember what the prizes were, but I do like, if we're talking about prizes, the very last show of season four where someone wins uh, appropriately. I can tell, Harry, you, you are from Scotland and someone wins, I think they're in Edinburgh. And it's just Carl saying, how are we going to get them up there? And <laughs> Ricky saying, it's just, like we're a radio station it's it's our it's it's for us to worry about that not the listener i like the bit at the end of series one the big the big sort of prize giveaway and they end up doing like a sort of swap shop style thing is uh they've got a signed bafta bag with like paul whitehouse and everyone and loads of different celebrities (laughs) so so i think we should give that way as a as a good prize what do you think carl and carl goes yeah, so I I wouldn't want it, but yeah, <laughs> it's just his it's true. It's, it, it's... And then Ricky Ricky comes back and he says, oh, he's like because they've actually got yeah. says, Do people get you to do endorsements? No, drink Carlsberg. I wouldn't, but you yeah. can. I love I love that's such a great moment from series one, and that is actually a good prize because. I mean, let's be honest. Some of the videos that he gives away is for Carl in a film, you know, The Shining, Sixth Sense. Well, uh, ironically, the best... like, they're actually good prizes, but they're on VHS. Great films, bad platform. Well, the, the best prize, like objectively until recently, was actually probably the signed Kevin Spacey DVD. <laughs> but that probably well, has gone so, down yeah. in value, I imagine. But that was the only prize that was like <laughs> genuinely decent. Uh, I wouldn't have on the little only fools and horses little car. Oh no, no, we got no thrill. Oh yeah, that we need to. We need to. There's two things. We we at some point Mars and I want to do this a giveaway like a competition where we send actually send a prize somewhere and it's either going to be a Victoria Plum or we could get a little car, a little independent trotters independent. Yeah, like I wouldn't mind. Some, <laughs> I wouldn't mind some of St- Steve gave out. Actually, Ricky gave out hungry hippos one episode i would have liked that because that's like mind you anything anyone that has won a prize as well and is listening to this show do let us know i mean i don't know what we talk about i mean we'd have a good five minutes almost impossible to find them but if they were going to listen to something randomly it probably would be this sort of podcast if they were interested in it then so maybe but also listeners in general are let us know what because harry i'll put that out to the listeners as well what's your favorite prize what's your funniest prize that's been given away but thanks very much harry really appreciate your email audio email and uh yeah keep them coming it's nice to hear a scott yeah it is isn't it we had had an emailer from alloa 
which is in Scotland. And I just said, I said to you after we talked about it after, and I said, I'm really pleased we've got a Scottish listener. Like there's something about... I can't about... wait till we get to go to Edinburgh again. I was really gutted that we couldn't go this year. Yeah, we, we I don't think, I imagine maybe not next year either, but we'll see. No, next year will be okay. No, if if it's, so if yeah, we've got any, if we get any Scotch listeners, as Stuart Lee says, hook us up. Give us a place to stay in Edinburgh because yeah. that place where we stayed last year, I ain't staying there again. <laughs> I've got video of that on my phone if anyone wants we to see. We should put that out Yeah, do you know what? I might post that on our. Yeah, uh, they are accommodation where Gary and I stayed in Edinburgh, and it was a room with a partition wall. We did speak about this last year, I think. But I'm going to be 20, 31 next year. God, time does fly, doesn't it? Yeah. Um. Hang no, on. sorry. To complete that anecdote, we had we had water flooding down as well, and literally there was an inch or so of water across the whole flat, and it, it, we it, had to put it, five saucepans underneath. The many, but also because you just mentioned it, I'll just give it a brief plug. Our Patreon, we've got a Patreon account now, so do get in well get in touch with us sign up there and we'll be putting extra things out including video clips of ourselves and extra bonus shows so go and over the first, there the first one's out now uh came first out a few days ago and it's basically gary and i chat about some reddit theories exactly. this one um this is a very moving email so I'm, i'll take my oh, time okay. to and this is from Peter Emanuelson, who's one of our Patreons, our lovely oh, Patreons. My mother died five years ago oh. from pancreatic cancer. I was devastated. Oh, I was very sorry. I'd already, I'd already discovered The Office and, the, and Extras by then. But after her passing, I found my way to the podcasts. Ricky Gervais is huge over here in Sweden, but not too many Swedes go beyond The Office. The podcasts gave me some kind of strength to keep going. And from the podcasts, I found the old XFM shows and became infatuated right away from the first Dropbusters. I listened to them day and night throughout my grief. Years passed, um, and in May this year, my father suddenly died under tragic circumstances. To be able to sleep, walk, eat, or do anything at all, Again, I took refuge in the old XFM shows, digging deeper this time, discovered Pilkopedia and your podcast. I think I'm through the worst of it now, but throughout the two worst crises of my life, the old XFM shows with Ricky, Carl and Steve have kept me moving on and brought some genuine happiness in otherwise miserable times. That's why I love your podcast. You guys obviously have a very, a very similar affinity for the XFM shows as I do. Thank, thank you so much, Peter, for that really personal it's very moving and yeah. uh, to, to hear that and I'm so sorry you went through the loss of your mum two years ago and the loss of your dad this year um, so you know it's horrendous it's horrific and uh, I'm you know I'm so pleased to hear that you have you've got so much solace in the XFM shows and all, all the podcasts and then the XFM shows and it's amazing kind of what comedy can do and uh, things that you have an emotional attachment to like like the XFM shows which lots of people do because we've had comments before people haven't gone through what you've gone through but they've gone through difficult times and uh, and it's helped them the shows really helped them which is nice and Mars and I you know I'm not saying we we've been through difficult times as well but nothing like what you've been through peter yeah thanks so much for not just listening to us and finding this podcast but sharing that with us i think it's very very kind of you to to share that yeah i uh wish you the best in your in your journey um i'm glad you say you're over the worst of it but um it must must always be difficult so but you 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 sound very very strong person to have got over those or to be getting over those those two things so thanks so much for your email no, emotional, emotional. 
and uh, he he's one of our patrons, and uh, we did some of his rockbusters on our last show, and they were great. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say, in a, we in are never doing moment. this again, Peter. No, your rockbusters were, they were brilliantly rubbish. Yeah, so we will, I think it's hopefully going to be a regular series, Peter's rockbusters, and we can, yeah. uh, we'll get, we won't get to them today. I, I don't Maybe know. we could give you some quality prizes, the the best of Inspiral Carpets, or uh, Wild on, Weather. On Which I actually would have liked, I actually would have liked to have watched Wild Weather, to be fair. That wouldn't have been boring as well. Uh, I, I saw Twister, the film. That's pretty boring. Oh, that was terrible. They hide in a barn, you know. So what? Also, Peter, I wanted to mention that, you know, it's nice to have a listener in Sweden. And I would say to you that Ricky Gervais here is famous mainly through The Office as well. Like, certainly it's not like a big, huge thing, the uh, ex-fem shows here. They are still very underground, like they are in Sweden. Um, Ricky is still... V- by the vast majority of people known because of the office and you know him his sort of stand-up and things like that so yeah it's still underground here but lovely to have a listener in sweden as well so, so to wrap us up and i teased you with it before are you going to get out again oh uh, this is this is <laughs> this is this is from sam sam lock i'm just going to take a bit of water first because yeah it was, what... is, is this part is this um, it's like lord of the rings part Part one, part two. Should I do different voices? Should I, put, should I affect the voice? No, go on. Hey, my director dress. Like it. I hope you're good and don't have COVID or anything like that. Been enjoying listening to the podcast throughout, despite my email silence. I had just a bit of a thought when I was tad drunk and browsing YouTube videos of Ricky. Do you think he's embraced the narcissist he always was? In the XFM shows, he was always an ironic kind of narcissist and he always came off looking good. For example, saying... What am I what I'm actually saying is I'm not like that on a few occasions. However, from someone who does have worries of potentially being a bit of a narcissist themselves, I recognize a lot of who Ricky is uh, of, of who Ricky used to be in myself now. And they aren't very positive traits. I don't know if anyone else I've spoken to has ever noticed while listening to the XFM shows, but Ricky cannot take criticism like the other two can. Even joking about him in general, you can tell he gets touchy with. This in contrast to Carl and Steve, who take it constantly without issue or making the listener feel awkward, is massive. Um, Yeah, I partly agree. I think Ricky can take criticism about his weight back in those days he could. And it's probably interesting that now he couldn't take that sort of criticism. There are times Ricky gets a bit touchy with the criticism that he gets in a more genuine way than Steve and Carl, who both deal with it, you know, they know sort of their thinking comedically how will this sound and i think that um yeah in general ricky's absolutely is a narcissist um back then but he gets away with it one because he's so funny and two because he's self-aware so he talks about it he's he's self-aware he knows he admits it and he's really funny these days both those things maybe are slightly lacking he's not as funny he's more serious in general you know talks about more serious political kind of issues and i think he's he seems less self-aware but certainly he's a narcissist and being a narcissist that's a terrible trait to have he get just say he he gets away with it because he's so funny with it um and i agree but i agree with you that he's a narcissist then and certainly is i now. think we'll see what sam says next but i do i do partly agree with you because being a narcissist there is a sort of slim there is a line between you know 
being very, very ultra confident and being arrogant. And it's about, you know, judging that line. And I think a lot of people, you know, that's a very hard line to balance on, you know. But it's it's a very clear line as well. It's not like a very blurred thing where I can't think of an example. But there's there's certain traits that blend into one another. This is a very clear, hard and fast line. Like you're right, it is it's a close thing, you know, if you're there. But it's it's if you're judging it for yourself, for your own behaviour. But for someone else um, being around you, it's a very clear line whether you are a very confident person or a, a narcissist and it's very good of someone to have that if they are a narcissist to kind of realize that they have those traits and that will help them kind of break out of that but um it's a very very clear dividing line between someone i've been around people who are confident and they're confident people but do you know what confident people do really confident people they they bring other people up with them they install confidence in others because they're confident they don't need to kind of be compared to other people so it's good for everyone to be confident a narcissist would not want others to be confident around them really because they would be looking to sort of win and sort of be look down upon other people not you know this is a general thing some people who are narcissists are different to others but in general that's my observation if you're very confident you bring others up if you're narcissist you kind of put that would that would explain why a lot of my my past dating experiences ended badly yeah (laughs) yeah i I think it would well no and your friendships including this one well no we're still friends sam goes on examples from the top of my head are the whole they were slagging you off Rick discussion where you can tell he's quite shaken by it also anytime his intellectual ability is coming to question it's notable such as the Hindenburg helium thing I admit that he can definitely take criticism if he's if he's the one to bring it up and be in control over it and bring it to the listener like the time he called someone up and said half of them were women regarding the gay Chinese fellas or something but it seems to me if Steve says something and he's caught off guard he lends to try to defend himself even though he laughs i don't think he takes carl being right about the white lighthouse riddle very well either i can't think of any off the top of my head now either but anytime his appearance is laughter which is almost never he doesn't seem to like it that's obviously this is obviously when sam's halfway bottle halfway into the bottle of his reasoning nothing no i i completely agree actually something just came to my mind i don't know if it's the lighthouse it's it's, i don't recall he does does get that on because he says why does why would you keep the the light of the lighthouse yeah, on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. Yeah, this there's a there's another there's a clearer example of that that kind of lends support to what Sam is saying. So I'll bring it up. And it's when uh, this is one of the few times I've really thought you are being a dick now. You just can't can't handle it. And it's where it's it's the mass murderer and it's like inviting them to your wedding. And it's a te- basically it's a test and it is a test. I've looked it up. It is a test to, for uh, psychopathy, psycho- psychopathy. It's for being a psychopath. I don't know how to say that um, like that, but psychopathy, psychopathy. And uh, basically Carl says the test and then he says the answer. And uh, straight away, Rick is like, before he knows the answer, like, oh, this is stupid test, stupid test. The only reason he's saying that is because he doesn't get, he can't, he doesn't know the answer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Carl reveals the answer and he's genuinely like a dick, a dickhead to Carl, you know, really slags him off, like not jokingly, slags him off. And it's purely because Ricky didn't, didn't get that. Now, Carl's 
citing a really interesting little test to see if someone's a psychopath and of course it's sort of like it's and he's not... getting it wrong isn't he he's obviously it... getting it wrong no 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 Carl... who is no i'm saying carl cole in the way that he read that because i i know what test you're referring to he's, not he's getting clearly it wrong. no 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 but he's probably not explaining it enough Oh yeah, yeah pro- probably, but but that that's that's uh, no justification for anything. Like, no, 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 of course not. If you no. just said, "Do you meet someone at a wedding? Um, how do you tell if they're a psychopath?" That that's that would be something that would that would uh, reason. Gary, Gary, did you see that film Gaylord Say No last uh, night? Oh, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Oh, it's a fat feather with lipstick. Hello. Yeah. Um. But that that's that's another example of yeah. And I I kind of agree. So if if Ricky's not controlling the narrative, I do think that um still even when Ricky isn't controlling it or bringing it up necessarily, he can take hits about his weight. And that's one thing he he can take hits because uh, there are some examples where Steve does bring it up kind of ad hoc. Oh, maybe. But Ricky might have been insulting Steve in some way. So, yes, he's controlling it in that sense, but he's not controlling what Steve says back to him and he's not bringing up his weight and it is brought up and I think he reacts to it quite well. That's an interesting thing that I don't think he would be like that now. I think now he's lost weight and looks really good for his age. He, he's lost that kind of, even that bit of like being able to take a hit. But, yeah, interesting points that Sam's made. Is there more? There is, there is a lot more we can go on. Each part, each time we pause we've got to guess how much more sam has drunk since the last time we started yeah so this at this point he's halfway through his riesling so he's he's on his he's on his like third glass on his own what is he doing what is sam doing at this point i think he's in he's the, the room is no lights are on <laughs> he's, he's sitting on a chair not the sofa deliberately yeah uh, at his laptop that sounds, that's wait that sounds like your life Oh yeah, no wait. Sorry, that's not Sam's life. It's my life. Um, no, but uh, one night, one night. But anyway, proceed. Okay, cool. Here we go. Uh, I've got a life to lead. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I'm joking. You all do in a way. Um, I say this because I'm actually quite light to Ricky in life, where I can be very outwardly antagonistic and extroverted. Yet, funnily, when it comes back at me in the same way, which it really does, I can be surprised at how much I don't like it. Going back to the whole, has he just um, embraced his narcissism now thing? I think it ties to what I was saying because to how many yes men he now has around him. I think his level of ground, uh, grandiose, grandiose, ground. Yeah. Grandiose, Grandiose. Uh, know, yeah. was never sustainable when his fame got to where it was. And he finds it easier now to just not take any criticism altogether. I've seen him make jokes about the awards set up before, but a part of me is so confused how you can continue with the joke even for more than 30 seconds, because even more than 30 seconds before it being a shameless gloat, he has it present every time he broadcasts now to me that it's bordering on psychopathy. Psych- psychopathy psychopathy yeah. yeah i think sam's getting very um it's a it's a really interesting thing sam you mentioned because you're you're relating your life to 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 ricky and his personality and and obviously it's a it's a concern for you and it's mm. and i can i can sort of see that because you do 
you naturally do compare yourselves to the figures around you and particularly if it's someone that you aspire to be or uh, you know enjoy the company of then yeah. you you naturally go am i like that do i do that yeah no i, I was just going to say if sam sort of sort of recognizes narcissistic traits in his personality if you do sam um as i say it's 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 not a nice personality trait but what is impressive is sort of being able to recognize that off other people and yeah comparing yourself to ricky but a lot of us compare ourselves to people we look up to or look did look up to in looking for a positive trait that we share or positive traits that we share but you've seen a negative one in yourself so uh, you know i i mean the there's there's certainly hope for for you and i'm certainly not speaking as someone with no bad traits at at all so you know but the no one could if anyone who was like ricky is on the show in real life they would that would be completely unacceptable to be that antagonistic but you i do give him lots of leeway because one he does he does reference and talk about his his arrogance but two he's on a show and i think there's lots of people in life who kind of look up to ricky who will be a bit like that in real real life with someone maybe someone who's kind of a bit lower down the pecking order at work or something a bit like that how he is with carl and it's like you can never you should never that that's i'm not saying you are sam i'm just saying this is like people try and be ricky and they misread what is good about Ricky, which is his incredible ability to make people laugh through his writing and his performing, which he still has to a degree, but less so. And they they mistake kind of being antagonistic and kind of winding someone up all the time as being funny. The only reason it's funny is because it's on radio. We know it's on radio. He's doing it for an entertainment show. He would have he does he's like that to Carl in, in off off air, I'm sure, but it's kind of an overall package and he does get away with it and and with the awards i think i ne- i never hear him talking about an awards on xfm and thinking that's arrogant like or it it's the arrogance that is what i call acceptable arrogance because it's like it's so over the top and yes it, now he does kind of have the awards displayed wherever he's kind of interviewed or whatever and i actually don't have too big a problem with that it is arrogant but if that was the only thing that he did now that was kind of um seemingly displayed arrogant qualities i I, i'd be absolutely fine with it i'd I'd still feel the same about him now because yeah i don't think it's that bad never won an award i'd probably put it in my as far away from people as possible but you know (laughs) ricky has this personality that he's built up over the years and that is one aspect where i do give him leeway but i you know it's 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 everything else around it it's it's around it and how he comes across how he how he uses twitter how he uses his twitter platform those are serious sort of things that um you know do display real narcissism and uh that, that isn't backed up by being funny like it used to be and i think that really is a problem very interesting very interesting point sam absolutely and what point was sam in his reasoning when he wrote when he constructed that part of the email no 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 he was on gordon's by that time the re- the re- he, was, he was cut he was cutting limes at that point he's like i'm, I'm cutting the lime but i've got some i've got some fever tree in my I- fridge 
Yeah. And um, I'm he going did, no, for it. no, no tonic. Just no, straight to the vein, gym. straight to the vein, straight, straight to the vein. No, it's not. We love you, Sam. And Sam did actually wrap up his email very kindly by saying, love you both. Thank you for your pod. I hope we're still on for a beer whenever Boris allows. Well, the good news is Boris has allowed it. We're now out of the tier system. Well, no, we're out of lockdown. No. We're into the tier system. But I have, I have news for you, Gary and Sam. I've been to a pub and it is not a pleasant experience. No, it is bloody awful. I had I had one of the worst. Went out to meet a mate, right, and um had a little sandwich, and the sandwich was insubstantial, not as substantial meal as Boris says. And they are so strict. They are so strict. You have to have like. It's li- not their fault. No, it's not. I'm not look, I'm not saying that's their. No, fault. it just came to, to come across like that. But no, I know you. Absolutely that. not. No, I've got mass respect for the hospitality industry as someone that used to work in it, and hate it and and will be again one day <laughs> one day again but you have to have like two chips on your plate for them to consider you uh, to get to get an order i'm not even joking free i know i know i've heard you yeah. chips um no so it's ridiculous my friend the other day said um that the police came right the police came and checked the plates of all of these people yeah mental well yeah it's a difficult one I'll probably continue drinking at home. Uh, Gary, so, what are you going to be drinking at home this weekend? Well, I've got a couple of free chips that I... Uh, spare chips, I should say. Well, no, you, uh, you drink... Cause you only drink rum and brandy, don't you? And wine. Well, I drink... <laughs> that sounds... Even that makes... I always drink wine when I'm out. Uh, it, not always when I'm out, but when I'm out having a drink, I will drink white wine. Uh, in my flat, I drink red and white wine. And sometimes on these calls, I've, I have some brandy, but I, I rarely have brandy uh, otherwise. I, I'm not, I haven't had anything today. You've been listening to the Detroit Spinners podcast. It's been absolutely and, lovely. Thank you so much for your company. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. This was recorded about a week, like there's two halves of this. We recorded literally mid-sentence. We had to stop because Mars had a work call or email or something. And so well, this is like a week after we started recording this show. Just a little insight. But, and, but, but yeah, so thanks, thanks for all your emails in particular. All your emails are appreciated. But Peter Emanuelson in particular, thank you so much for being so open and, and, and uh, you know, sort of roar about, you know, what you've been through. And it's uh, really hope that things improve for you. Um, but yeah, Sam as well and, and others. Thank you. And, and Sam and Sam. And so sorry. Sam, uh, one thing I'll say, I can't remember if I said this before. And if I did cut it out, but um, Sam did mention something else in his email, which was in response to what I said. And I said to Mars, if if I start talking about that on on air, this show will last two hours. So instead, I'm going to email you back directly sam when i have some time um about that point and we can sort of discuss it over email but i am not ignoring it he doesn't he doesn't want to buy that strap on he doesn't want to buy it all right it's i've got one with more girth (laughs) listen guys i hope you enjoyed this episode and coming up later this week we have an exciting chat with laurie peters oh yeah Gary, who's Laurie Peters? <laughs> whoa, whoa, he's, he's crazy like a little crazy frog there. You know? um, Laurie Peters is a, a childhood friend of Carl Pilkington. These days, he's an animator, designer, an illustrator, an artist, and um, works in media, has done stuff for, with Ricky 
uh, on uh, extras and uh, does stuff with Carl quite often. He's just a mate of Carl's and it was a pleasure to sit down with him. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't matter that I'm saying this. We've already in- interviewed him, but it's going to go out at some point. You'd, so um, it was it was a fascinating interview. So I can only say really uh, and it was fascinating, not because of us, but because of Laurie Peters. So um, no, no, I, give it. I was there was some definitely like I, I was proud of my, my own work. Yeah, during you, that. Well, we're, we're, we are both proudest of my interviewing. Um, but on <laughs> that, yeah, um, listen to it uh, if you want. And um, yeah, have a good week. We'll be back next week with a, a sort of a, a normal Detroit experience, which we haven't done for ages, Mars. We haven't literally we've done it. Oh, it's mental quite excited about it well lots of love guys take care and i hope you have a, a fantastic weekend whatever you're doing and gary I put your light on okay i can't look you in the dark anymore you look like you're yes, you can... like you're a crime file photo yeah it's, do you remember that? What was that what was that show crime on did crime watch, it crime is... watch. It's like an attachment thing, like like the way we have an emotional attachment to the show. All our listeners, Mars and I have an emotional attachment to the show. Mars has a very emotional attachment to seeing my beard. So he he needs to see it all the time. That's so here it is. True. I hate your beard. I remember when you were you were a young spouse. I was young and youthful when you were young. <laughs> he was going to break out into songs. It's just such a, it's not Brand Gary. Brand Gary is clean shave. I know, but I'm. I loved your lo- I lo- I just loved your moody badger look. That's what I was always drawn well, to as a friend. Moody. Anyway, anyway I think, I think all that should be cut. Actually, <laughs> yeah, cut all that because that's shit. But yeah, thanks, thanks very much for uh, listening to this special Exfirm in the Community show. Um, have a good week. We'll see you with another show next week. Mm-hmm.